Hey guys, today what we're going to do is spin enough yarn that I can finish this cable knit hat I've been working on. So, um, I think I told you in the last episode that um, I have a cousin with Cantata sheep and uh, they haven't been keeping the wool that was shed, but I did get some from them. It was like out in the field, and it was really matted and stuff. Anyways, I had to uh, wash it, and it went from like felt to like heavy felted wool. Then uh, once it was the wool, or the felted wool, I had to break it apart with the with the um, picker, which isn't ideal because there was a lot of breakage and stuff. But then by the time I Carded it with my um, hand cards into a lofty prep. I was able to do a long draw to get singles um, like this. And they're not bad. Um, they're a little uneven because of the nature of the, of the uh, state of the fiber. And it's a bit thicker than I would normally do just because it was such a short staple length after being broken up by the picker because of how bad the felting was. Anyways, um, my first run, I got this much picked, well, cleaned, picked, carded, spun, and knit, and now I needed probably this much again to uh, finish the hat off, and that is what we are applying today. I stayed up last night, and I um, spun the singles after having um, washed some more of that uh, coat like last Thursday or something of that nature. So today we are going to ply these two singles together with the help of my great wheel and uh, yeah, just get this going. So we start off by uh, taking the lock nut, or not lock nut, the uh, wing nut off of the back of the uh, wheel and then we will set the wheel down here while we scissor out the frame then the frame is self-standing and we can slide a washer on the wheel slide that through the wheel support arm and then once we Get this washer back. I want my washer back, washer back. I want my washer back, washer back. All right, so put that back washer on, tighten down the uh, wing nut, and we should be able to just uh, throw that drive belt on and get going. All right, so we go here, get this drive belt off. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, I did that wrong. Oh well, it'll probably work out okay. And of course, we're using my plying spindle. Uh, and it's the plying spindle not only because it ha it's made out of an 18-inch dowel rod, but this one has a two and a half inch wide spindle pulley which is nice because we can put a big fat cob on there without um, 
torquing against this spindle pulley and making the belt slip because you always want your spindle pulley to be larger than the cop you're producing. And uh, yeah, we're good to go. We can get at it. So we're going to take this single through the inside of the bottom brake bar and around the outside of the upper brake bar. Same thing over here through the inside of the bottom brake bar, outside of the upper brake bar. And then you're going to add your S-twist for just a little bit of this here at the beginning because we're going to have this like right there. So we'll add a little bit of twist here to produce a leader. And then once we've got that, we can wind. Oh, I went the wrong direction. Once we've got that, we can wind it on so we can get going. All right. We're up and running. Now, this might turn out to be a bit of a thicker um, single, or well, or two-ply, I mean, I'm sorry, because um, what's happened is that um, I took some of the nicer fiber first, hoping that um, I could make their hat out of the best of what I salvaged, and uh, because I did the nice stuff first... It was a little easier to prepare, and it was able to spin a little finer. Uh, so by default, the second round, I'm using fiber that was felted a little more, that had to be broke up more, and that um, ended up, you know, getting drafted as a thicker single. So uh, I don't think it'll be noticeable, but if it is noticeable, it's okay, because it'll be the top of the hat that's all uh, heavy and stuff, which is, I think, preferred. I would rather have a thinner brim and a heavier crown than a thin crown and a heavy brim. All right, so we already have some rat tails here because I apparently was being very um, generous with the twist last night. But it's not a problem. Matter of fact, we might be doing better if I move this tip a little further away. And, yeah, I got this in just a bit more. Then I think we're good to go. This should ply up pretty quick. Uh, great wheel and this plying spindle to ply all the yarn I've done lately. I did another set last night. I finished uh, two ply that I had started on the previous um, podcasts, which I think 
brings us to this will be the fifth set that I've done in all because I've done three sets on camera, one set off of camera, and then we also had um, that that's four, and then this will be the fifth. So that's a good amount of um, yarn we're getting plied up. Fifth game in just a few weeks, and because I don't really get the time to do this stuff when I'm not on camera. Uh, you guys are pretty much seeing most of my fiber time. Good coverage. I think where we got it should work now. All right. course with such a short staple length that is why I wanted to have so much twist added to this yarn too so that's why I'm dealing a little more with the rat tails is because I wanted a healthy dose of twist to make sure to lock in all those short short fibers. And of course, cotton wool, as a rule, is a pretty soft fiber because it's a sheddable fiber. And most of the sheddable fibers, most of the undercoats are softer than like your, uh, your shearable wool. Um, 
so this should be a soft hat. I can't really tell. I'm the wrong person to know how nice wool's going to feel next to your body. I've really tried to climatize myself to be able to wear any kind of wool without it, you know, bothering me because of itch or because of rough. So for me to say that that hat that I've already, the stuff that I've already finished on it, feels soft, um, you know, I might be wrong about that, I, I feel like it is pretty nice and pretty soft, but, again, I might not be the best person to testify to that. Oh, here we go, something right here. Still picking stick tights or cuckleburs, whatever you call them. These are the little bitty ones, but they are well camouflaged in this fluffy, fluffy dark wool. You've almost got to catch them with your hand to know they're there because they're so small and this wool is already you know, we'll have clumps in it from being matted together so well. This is turning out pretty nice.
right, I think we're going to just about wrap up here because we're getting on with our time. And, uh, of course, it's always just like running out the uh, quills at this point. But I will say I feel like this yarn's coming out thicker. So what I am anticipating, although I don't know, feel like it is, but maybe it's not, maybe not noticeably, the problem is, is if it is thicker, and I'm doubling it over this being thinner, doubled, maybe it'll be really noticeable, if that's the case, what I'll do is I'll rip this whole thing out, which I don't mind, because this was all a single skein, what I do is I uh, wind it on a ball winder until I've got a cake, and then I pull from the center pull, and I pull from the outer pull as it unwinds like this. And I knit double um, on these larger needles because it gives me a material I really like. But anyways, um, I'll have to pull this out, but while I'm pulling it out, I'll have to separate it into two piles as it unravels. And then when I get them into the two piles, I'll have to take this pile back on top of that pile till I've got one end and then I'll have to ball it all up so that it's a center pull again um, then I'll have this balled because I'll just do that off the lazy cake once this quill is filled and I'll go back and knit this hat from the beginning as with those two um, separate two ply yarns coming out of two balls and no matter whether that one's thicker and this one's thinner or what the case is, it'll be even throughout the whole hat and there won't be a break in the yarn from beginning to end. So uh, that should be nice. Of course, you're not going to be able to see the break in this yarn anyways because the way I'm going to be able to blend into this, I won't even have to use a knot. Um, I will take the... I will take the open end of this ball so that'll be on the outside of the ball I'll have two sides that are like this the inside of the ball will actually be its own loop which is exactly what happened here because um, that will be like where I run to the end of both of these and I've spliced them together anyways so I'll take the two open end run them through this loop back on itself and splice it into the end of this one and then twist that and then knit it through so there won't be a knot and that will um, actually be like spun into itself and we'll just keep going and the whole thing will be one uh, connected piece of um, two-ply fiber that's held double on this. So, I don't know if that made much sense, but in other words, I don't use any knots throughout the course of this. Since I've already spun the yarn, I can actually um, splice in and uh, create that spun join um, where I want to when one yarn ends. I just have to make sure it's even, but if I take this out and uh, hold this with that, it'll be even through the whole thing. So... That's it. We're going to take this one last run, and we'll call it good for this week.
hope you're enjoying all the supplying we've been doing. I almost feel like I need to go back to having like a a knit episode. I did that once before. I apply, I uh, spun for a little bit on an episode, and then I broke off and did some knitting. I might um, do that again soon because I'm getting a lot of this hand-spun yarn piling up and uh, not as many projects um, finished because I'm always producing the yarn now. All right, well, that's going to be it for this week, and uh, yeah, we'll see what we can't get knit out of that.